Hi, it's time again. It's time to pray with me. So let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and it's Memorial Weekend in the United States. And I just want to start off by um, putting forth a prayer for the coronavirus. Lord Jesus, you heal the sick. We pray that the coronavirus that has affected so many in our world can be contained, controlled, and cured. We lift up to your mercy all those affected, all those working hard to study and cure this illness. Help us, Lord, to trust in your merciful care. Lord Jesus, hear our prayer. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins. And rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Continue to pray that God may console you when you feel the weight of the cross is becoming too burdensome. On this earth, everyone has a cross, but we must act in such ways that we are not the bad, but the good thief. If we wish to reap, it is necessary not so much to sow abundantly as to spread the seed in fertile soil. And when the seed becomes a plant, our chief anxiety should be to watch that the weeds do not suffocate the tender plants. Jesus and your soul must cultivate the vineyard together. It is for you to pick out and carry away the stones to pull out the thorn bushes. 
It is the task of Jesus to sow, plant, cultivate, and to water. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Grab your Bibles. We are reading the Proverbs. Thank you. Okay, as I open up my Bible at the start of each new day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words, I pray. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created and the lives of those I love. There is nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Okay, let's get his instruction for today. These are Proverbs 29. Whoever remains stiff-necked after many rebukes will suddenly be destroyed without remedy. When the righteous thrive, the people rejoice. When the wicked rule, the people groan. A man who loves wisdom brings joy to his father but a companion of prostitutes squanders his wealth. By justice, a king gives a county, a country, stability, but those who are greedy for bribes tear it down. Those who flatter their neighbors are spreading nets for their feet. Evildoers are snared by their own sin, but the righteous shout for joy and are glad. The righteous care about justice for the poor, but the wicked have no such concern. Mockers stir up a city, but the wise turn away anger. If a wise person goes to court with a fool, the fool rages and scoffs and there is no peace. The bloodthirsty hate a person of integrity and seek to kill the upright. Fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. If a ruler listens to lies, all his officials become wicked. The poor and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives sight to the eyes of both. If a king judges the poor with fairness, his throne will be established forever. A rod and a reprimand impart wisdom, but a child left undisciplined disgraces its mother. When the wicked thrive, so does sin, but the righteous will see their downfall. Discipline your children and they will give you peace. They will bring you the delights you desire and the coal you do. Where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint, but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. 
Servants cannot be corrected by mere words, though they understand they will not respond. Do you see someone who speaks in haste? There is more hope for a fool than for them. A servant pampered with youth will turn out to be insolent. An angry person stirs up conflict and a hot-tempered person commits many sins. Pride brings a person low, but the lowly in spirit gain honor. The accomplices of thieves are their own enemies. They are put under oath and dare not testify. Fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. Many seek an audience with a ruler, but it is from the Lord that one gets justice. The righteous detest the dishonest, and the wicked detest the upright. Amen. Let those proverbs sink in. Be right back. Always remember, where there is faith, there is love. Where there is love, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is God. And where there is God, there is no need. Let's pull up God today, my friends. Let's put him first. Let's put him on his throne and follow him. Because where there is God, there is no need. Amen. God's promises day by day. We love him because he loved us first. Jesus, have you seen him? Those who first did were never the same. My Lord and my God, cried Thomas. I have seen the Lord, exclaimed Mary Magdalene. We have seen his glory declared John. But Peter said it best, we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. All the splendor of heaven revealed in a human body. Amen. God's way day by day, seeking God, but as for me, I would seek God. When we seek the Lord, he makes himself known to us. He is forever accessible and available to those who seek him. We are wise to seek God anytime we have sinned and to do so with prayer, fasting, and a genuinely humble heart. We are wise to seek God anytime we face danger. We must seek God with a humility of heart and with a desire to have a greater manifestation of righteousness in our hearts. We are always to seek God as our first priority. Amen. Commanding your morning a daily devotional. It says shift the atmosphere. Sheer muscle and willpower don't make anything happen. Every word I've spoken to you is a spirit word, and so it is life-making. 
In a very real sense, our words can shift the atmosphere around us. That is the power of intercessory prayer. And when we begin to speak in our daily lives, the things that we pray in private, change happens. We need to realize that in a very tangible way, our words, all of our words, taken as a whole, shape our realities. In the name of Jesus, I declare that this is a season of breakthrough. I command the atmosphere to shift, spiritual climate shift in the name of Jesus, economic economic climate shift in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that the conditions are right for my home, my ministry, and my workplace to thrive. I declare that every bit of lukewarmness in me is being replaced by the fire of God. I am being changed and becoming more like Christ. Father, make me more like you. Your kingdom is my priority and your will is my desire. In the name of Jesus, amen. Words are powerful. Words are powerful. Okay, here's some prayers from the wilderness. A meditation for reconciliation. Please close your eyes. Father, as a Christian, I must represent you. My words must be kind. My heart must demonstrate compassion. And I must be an ambassador for you, ready for reconciliation. This is not easy, but it is necessary. I know my ability to reconcile issues with others is not based on my strength, nor is it a goal I can accomplish without you. But I am confident your word will assist me. Your peace will abide with me. Your grace will uphold me. Help me not to remind myself of past hurts that may hinder my ability to resolve conflicts with others. This is a trick of the enemy. Instead, let me remember your word in me is much greater, more powerful, and more loving. Every wilderness experience has an ending followed by a new chapter in life. However, forgiveness and reconciliation are the keys to open the door. So, Father, as you bless me with a new season, help me to be a vessel of peace, love, and reconciliation. Lord, it is my desire to fulfill the plan you have for my life. I know moving forward does not mean weapons will not be formed against me, but in spite of what I may encounter, help me to remember the value of reconciliation. When anger attempts me to sabotage my assignments from you, remind me peace rests in my willingness to resolve issues. With your spirit and love, I can't fail. And Father, please do not allow any desire to seek revenge enter into my heart and provide the adversary with a victory. As I begin a new season and leave my wilderness behind, I pray I will be a godly and loving vessel for you. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen.
How awesome. Matthew 5 says, Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Amen. 1 John 4 says, But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Amen. And now God's purpose is for your life. You rule over all, and in your hand is power and might, and it lies in your hand to make great and to strengthen everyone. Do you know how to receive strength when, you're, when the going gets tough or your future appears to be in jeopardy? Do you know how to enter into rest when all your earthly hope fails? If you don't, then find comfort in today's scripture. It provides a wonderful reminder that every good thing comes from God. Therefore, when trouble arise, immediately focus on him. The Lord is all-knowing and all-powerful, so you know that everything needed to overcome your circumstances is available in him. Likewise, he is the good shepherd who is gentle and compassionate in nature and intimately involved in the lives of his people. Because he loves you, he gathers you close and carries you when you are too weary to walk. Finally, remember that your God is the supreme ruler of all creation and everything you're experiencing has already been factored into his great plans for you. That's amazing. So when your problems seem insurmountable, submit them all to God, who is available to you, powerful, compassionate, and wise. Jesus, thank you for giving me your strength. You are always my hope, regardless of what happens. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Stay with us. Be right back. And my favorite daily prayer, bow your head. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind, thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand, you know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know, 
But when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. Amen. Lifting up your son, David, who is suffering from an illness in Maryland. God, wrap your arms around him. Please keep Hildred, Dee, Diane, Nicole, my mom, my sister Paula, and just everybody who is needing any kind of prayer. Keep them as a first priority today for you, Lord. Answer their prayers. Those are good people and they believe and love you. Just as all of my listeners from 10 different countries. Yay! And in closing, Father, how grateful we are. You are so patient with us and you love us. You see us in our weak moments and in our frailties. You pick us up when we falter, so full of forgiveness, so full of love, so full of goodness, and so full of the best of everything. I pray that the Holy Spirit will sink this message deeply into the heart of every person who hears it today, and that we will respond in wisdom and obedience that we will walk in obedience and find the awesome, thrilling joy of obeying our living God. In Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Have a blessed day. Know that you are loved, and I'll see you tomorrow.